Asia Classic Metal Show right here on theclassicmetalshow.com. That, of course, if you didn't know, well, let's just face it, if you didn't know, you need to go listen to something else because that was Metal Church, of course. That's From the Vault, the new release from Metal Church. That one was called Dead on the Vine. And here's a guy that's anything but dead on the vine. It is the main man. It is the guitarist of Metal Church. Once again, coming back to the show, it is Kurt Vanderhoof. Kurt, how are you, sir? I'm doing quite well. Considering all the circumstances, <laughs> but it's all good. I, I agree with you, man. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a crazy time, probably the craziest time that any of us have been through. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but wait, just wait and see how great it's going to be after we get through this. Exactly. Oh, I got to say, so <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm already anticipating the huge parties that are going to happen. The, the, um, the end of the coronavirus parties at, at every bar, at every club, at every show for the next 12 months yep. or so, once this is done, you know? Absolutely. Yep, nice. exactly. Well, dude, and, and there's going to be even more cool stuff. But, yeah. Well, we'll just wait and see. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, Kurt, um, Metal Church has obviously been on a roll here since Mike Howe came back, really for, for a long time, because I, I personally love the records that you did with Ronnie as well. So it's not like the band. Oh, thank you. It's, it's really not like the band sucked and then came back, but you guys have really found like a big creative energy since Mike came back to the band. You know, you've done... You've done a couple of really great records, and now you've got this music from the vault, which I'm assuming most of this is stuff that didn't make records, but it's fantastic as well. Yep. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's all stuff you know since Mike came back, and it's all the uh, the current lineup. So yeah, it's all just you know it's just stuff we had, and since we weren't going to be doing anything until after a new actual studio album, you know, it's like wow, it's a perfect time to. Uh, you know, put some of this stuff out and put it to use if we can, you know, make it worthy. We didn't want to throw out a bunch of direct, right. but you know, we had a bunch of leftovers stuff and unfinished stuff and stuff that we forgot about that was like, Hey, this is actually pretty good. You know, tweak it a little bit, polish it up here. This is going to be pretty good. So we just started going through all the stuff that we had in the archives, in the vault, fair quotes, and, uh, came up with this. Well, it, it's, it is a, it's a fantastic listen and it's a, it's a fun look into the last few years of Metal Church because I think a lot of people will listen to it. I think the reaction you're probably going to get when the record finally hits and people can hear all of it is you're going to find people that are going to pick it apart and say, well, this should have been on that record and this should have been on that record. Oh, because- it's already started. That's already started. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it, as it should, because like Dead on, a Vine, uh, Dead on the Vine, the one that we just played, that's that's as good as anything on the last record. Anything. Oh well, thank you. You know, well, Kurt. What? Yeah, was... it was just kind of an unfinished track. Yeah, okay. for the last from the last record, just kind of it never. It just kind of fell, uh, you know, fell out of sight for whatever reason. Not because we didn't like it, but we just had enough going on and just kind of went, wait, hey, okay, wait, we forgot about this song. Is is that the product of? you guys collectively or you as the, you know, the main writer for the band, just not feeling that it matches the direction of the rest of the record, or you're just not feeling that riff or that record at the time or what? You know, I think with that and the couple of the tunes that, you know, that we, we kind of polished up, those are songs that just for whatever reason, and I don't even specifically know why they just kind of didn't get finished. Okay. I don't know why. I think we kind of just finished up. You know, we had a whole bunch. I, I like to, 
you know, put a, a, a record together with, you know, a bunch of songs, you know, a bunch of extra stuff I'll write and demo up and then we'll learn a bunch of stuff. And then we ended up finishing the record. Okay. And then those songs just never got any attention. Right. So it's not because we didn't like it at the time or any of that kind of stuff. We just, you know, it's just, like I said, it could be a multiple, uh, multitude of different reasons. <laughs> right. Sure. Now, now I, I've known a ton of musicians and none of you guys are ever satisfied with anything that you do. You always, ev never. every musician <laughs> I've ever met goes back and is like, well, I would resequence this, or I would change this riff or this baseline or whatever. Now that you hear yep. these songs in a completed form, do you look at any of them and say, well, maybe I would replace this song with that song on, on the last record or the, the record before it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you're always second-guessing yourself because we're all artists and we're all extremely, horribly insecure. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, now, Kurt, we're, are, are all of these songs specifically from Mike's return to the, to the band? Was, was yes. any of this Ronnie stuff or not at all? Nope. No, this is all, this is all uh, current lineup stuff. Okay. Well, what is it then about Mike's return that has put you guys on such a, such an upward creative, you know, curve, I guess, because it, it, it really feels like you guys have found that energy that was there the first time Mike was in the band. That's why, you know, when Mike came back, it was, it was just, that's exactly it. I mean, it just has given us, you know, we, we love working together. You know, and we like, and the fact that we still, and you know, at our point in our career and in our lives that we get to do this together after all these years and have people still want to listen, that's exciting. And we were taking advantage of that. Definitely. We want to, you know, we enjoy doing it, sure. which is the main reason we should, anybody should be making music. Right. Definitely is. Now with Mike coming back, you know, it's kind of the double-edged sword. And now it's been a few years where you've been able to see it firsthand, how is it that, that he has lost nothing on his voice considering the style he sings in? I mean, he sounds amazing, both live and in the, yeah. in the recorded setting. Well, because he took care of himself. Oh. It speaks volumes for, you know, you can still do it. And, you know, it literally, take, literally just the simple fact of taking care of yourself will give your longevity in your in any career you have sure. and he's a testament to that definitely now now kurt for you for metal church right now i mean we're obviously as we said at the beginning we're going through this crazy crazy time with this virus and everybody locked down could not come at a <laughs> yeah. could not come at a worse time for metal church you know with the with a release right around the corner and you know, you're, you're gearing up and I'm sure you guys probably had something tour wise that was either in the works. Or... No, we didn't. Oh, you didn't have anything? No, we had going? nothing. No. Okay. No, we didn't. I, I, uh, I didn't was in, I'm in the process of a big relocation Okay. and I'm, uh, relocated to Southern California. Oh. And, uh, so after the week, after the last, uh, tours, last shows we did, from the last record, I kind of said, Hey guys, we have literally toured the world off this last album. I'm relocating. I got a house to sell. I've got to find a new place. I got to find a new studio. So we have literally done that. So okay. I'm shutting it down until after we have a new studio album. And in the process of that working with, uh, with Rat Pack, 
and we realized this, that's when we realized how much stuff we had in the archives. Okay. And we figured this would be a really good time to uh, put this to good use. Sure. You know, again, didn't want to put out a bunch of direct or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was just to fill some space. If we decided if we could put something out that was good, it'd be a good time to put something out. And then, uh, you know, then I'll get the studio built back up and resettled and start working on a new album. And then we'll start talking about tour. So yeah, it didn't really affect, affect us that much. It did affect Presto Ballet, my prog band. Right. Uh, we were booked on, uh, we were booked on the cruise to the edge and really got disappointed because we don't get very many opportunities to perform live. And I love playing that stuff. And we had a new album out and everything like that. And so we were booked on that. So that obviously got canceled, but it's being rescheduled. So, right. you know, for me, it's just this lockdown is uh, I'm playing a heck of a lot of guitar right. and getting a whole bunch of writing done. So I'm, you know, I'm using it to the best of my advantage, to using it to my advantage. Sure. And, and at, you know, at, at this point, you know, especially with the Presto Ballet stuff, you know, I, while you might be disappointed that the thing got canceled, the other side of that spectrum is you might have caught yourself a, a damn lucky break the way that the, the virus has hit the people that have been on ships, you know? Well, that's why. That's exactly why. I mean, before they actually canceled it, we were uh, we were probably, unfortunately, going to have to pull out of that right. um, <clears throat> just simply because our singer, is a, his wife is a doctor in Seattle. Okay. So him leaving was going to present a real problem. We didn't for sure think of, but it was going to be a little bit difficult, so... Yeah, so it worked out, and I think really by the time when this is all done, you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good good time for everybody. The whole planet is going to be in much better shape after this is after we get through this, you know, on all levels. Definitely. So. Do you think that this will change the way you interact? Because you guys have always been a, a a really friendly band as far as signing everything, going to the merch booth as soon as the show has ended a lot of times and just signing and taking pictures, whatever. Do you think this changes things? Not not out of fear as much as just out of, you know, what what I think would be normal is is a normal amount of skepticism that everything is truly all clear. No, I mean, not, I, no, it's not going to change a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. without getting into the politics of where I stand politically and all sure. that, and when my feelings about what's actually going on, we've always done that. And, you know, it's, you know, I've always, you know, we've always have a lot of hand sanitizer around. You're shaking a lot of hands and, you know, people, you know, sweaty metal heads getting all right. over you and stuff like that. You know, it's part of the deal, you know, and I've gotten, we've all at one point or another caught a cold or caught something from somebody right. or something. You know, and but it's you know it wasn't you know it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's you know, I mean to go out and meet the fans is really important because again it's you know after all these years you know that people that I saw you know somebody like yourself once actually talked to me about a record that's coming out you know that's not lost on me, and you know so we're you know we don't want to let that kind of stuff it's not going to change anything for us. Very cool. Yeah. Well, it's not going to change anything. Nah. I certainly understand that. And, you know, and, and, and you're so right, man. It's, it's a lot of, pe- I, I, I wonder if, if you will see though, a lot of bands that, that probably will hide, run and hide a little bit. And, you know, it, it, maybe, and, yeah. and you can't really blame them either, you know? Yeah, you can't, but I, you know, at the same time, I, I think, you know, uh, that you can't live in fear, but Hey, that's, that's the thing. Hey, if that's their deal. Right. That's great. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Sure, definitely. 
Well, well, Kurt, I had a chat with a guy that you know quite well on Monday, and um, he had he raved and raved about you, um, and I wanted to hear what you think of, of him. Um, I, I chatted with uh, Michael Alago on on Monday about his oh. new, his new book, <laughs> and I, I just he could not say enough nice things about you. He called you quote unquote the creative the most creative force on guitar I've met. Oh wow! So, wow, <laughs> that's high. That's high praise indeed. Yeah. So, so <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. He's a lovely person. He's one of my best friends, and you know, I, he, you know, him and I go way back, obviously, sure. and we one of those friendships that we've built and continued over all these years. And he is a, he, he's just you know, he is just a, he is a star. He's just a diamond. Love him to pieces. And, and I'll say one thing. The guy can talk. <laughs> <laughs> what were you interviewing him for? Was it for the radio? For, uh, does he have a new book or yeah, a movie has, coming out? Yeah, he has a new book called I Am Michael Alago. It's, uh, you know, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, that is right. It's about that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I knew that was someone. I didn't remember when the date was. Yeah, it's but uh, yeah, awesome. It's a it's a fantastic. I'm not all the way through it. I'm I'm going to imagine you're in it here somewhere because he talks about everybody that he worked with, and you know, it's 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 a cool uh-huh. book. And and I had not met him before. I you know I've obviously heard the name, but wow, what a character! Certainly, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And what a <laughs> and what a what a track record. Oh. You know yeah. the people that he's worked with, and it's just it's unbelievable. It's a who's who of the music business. You know, and, and it's funny because when I was talking to him and your name came up in this, one of the things that if you really look past the the names of the bands and say, yeah, well, I know them and I know them and I know them, and you dig into the music that the people make, he seems to have an ear or a sense about those of you, yourself specifically included, that are creative beyond the level of the the normal person, you know, I, and I'll point to you specifically because of your ability to do like presto ballet, as well as metal church two widely different styles and you do it flawlessly. Yeah. And, and the same with like a Rob zombie, who's amazingly creative visually as well as musically. And of course, Metallica uh-huh. who, who has always been able right, to, right, to right. Just do something completely different of what you expect. It's, it's very strange that this one guy could, meet and hear and just see that you know like that is right how did he how did he draw himself to that you know or or did it go to him i mean did it come to him yeah how did he get that within his sphere of influence yeah pretty amazing you know but i think it's i think uh people like that seek out other people like that sure you know and even though he's not actually a musician he's the perfect example of someone who listens correctly you know, he listens, you know, certainly there's different kinds of music that other people work in, but as far as the hard rock, heavy metal thing, you know, his ears were attuned to what the, he, they're attuned to what it's really about. Right. And that's, I think what Michael tapped into. Definitely, man. Well, he definitely tapped into something good, which has given me 30 plus years of great listening. That of course being metal church. And Metal Church of Oh, thank you, man. And you guys obviously have this brand new release that's uh when is it coming out now? Has it changed? Has the date changed? The tenth. The tenth of 10th. April. Awesome. Well, people yeah. should definitely check it out. It's called From the Vault. It's Metal Church. And Kurt, as a tradition on the show, we always let an, let the artist pick a closing track from the record. Maybe tell us a quick story about it. So what would you like us to wrap this um, one up with? Above the Madness. 
Okay. And, why and that's that? basically uh, kind of about, well, I mean, it's actually timely, even though we didn't know that what would be going on. But it's a matter of uh, having, basically having faith in crazy times and realizing that there's something bigger at work and living above the madness. Well, there we go. Well, let's check it out right now. It is Above the Madness. It is Metal Church right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 